beautiful colors, church. So bright and glittery and like pastel colors I've never seen before. Transparent, as Jesus always is. Transparent, and he said to me, this river belongs to this house, but they've yet to pull its full potential down. I said, Lord, this is a huge responsibility on the worship team. Praise God. So one of my assignments is I'm going to encourage them to pull down because they're responsible for atmosphere. Every worship team is responsible for atmosphere. <laughs> and the worship team says, <laughs> they caught it. They caught it. So I'm encouraging you, you church, your angel is no longer unemployed. Last night, didn't we feel a shift? And when we sang Let It Rain, my God, did it rain. Now, that was just, to me, that was beginner stage. Now, we can go to the next level. As God instructs us. Remember, Deuteronomy 29, 29, the secrets of the Lord belong to Him. Amen. You're not accountable for it. But you're accountable for the things that are revealed to you as you obey the instructions. The secrets of the Lord have just been revealed. I've just revealed to you one of them. Your full potential of this church is amazing. It's amazing. Now, I like what Matthew said. You could have been here a long time ago and you create your own sort of perceptions of where you're going. And I always encourage, I encourage the team, I say, don't be like the prodigal son's brother. He was always in the house but never realized the full potential of the house. Remember the story? The father said to him, what's wrong with you? <laughs> this is this is a different version. The more solid version is, son, are you okay? <laughs> Here's the third version where I'm from. Bro, what's wrong with you? <laughs> and he said, how can you for that dude who left the family took all the money and come back and like, like you're, you're, you're acting as if nothing's wrong. And he said, son, everything in this house belonged to you in the first place. You could have had your party today if you wanted. You could have one tomorrow if you wanted. This was always for you. And don't we get like that in church sometimes? When we see new things happen, not just new people come in, but when new things occur, we're like, ah, we used to do it like this, we used to do it like that. Don't be like the brother who missed out the entire things that the house has. Because it was always for you. It was always for you. So if God brings some new people and he puts them up in the he, he lifts them up into places. Amen. Don't be mad. Be happy about that. Yes. Amen. Because as your brother and sister is rising, so shall you rise. Yes. So shall you rise. I always believe there's a there's a there's a study I did about the quiet years. There is some sometimes God nurtures us in the silent years. And the reason why He nurtures us in the silent years is because He's just protecting you. From a time when you will launch out. And when you launch out, then you will know that it was all God. 
sometimes he hides that vision inside of you and he allows people to be blinded so they don't see it. Why? Because sometimes their influence can influence your destiny. Sometimes your best protection is rejection. Oops. Because I know we're in a... Right now churches are all about, yes, you can do it. Yes! If you really study the scripture, God asks us to come down a little bit. Yes. So that he will lift you up in due time. David was anointed, then 20 years later appointed. The problem is, when we feel anointed, we want to be appointed next day. Oh, so, and then Simon's we go, oh, oh, we, oh, we. There must be the process. You must go through the valley. But while you're in the valley, as if you're 37, prophesy in the valley. Use your voice. Use the scripture inside of your heart and prophesy to those dry bones. The reason why the bones are dry is because it's been bleached by the sun. You and I have gone through so much dry places. Some of you right now are in a dry place. Absolute dry place. But today, I've come today from South Auckland to tell you, breathe again, the breath of God, the breath of God to come back into your burn. Breathe again. Son, breathe again. Daughter, breathe again. Some of you have felt like the enemy punched your guts and your breath has gone out. And you know, breath, we need breath not just physically, but we need breath to do the will of God. Amen. Breath is that life to do it again. You know you're in a mud when everything else, you're frustrating everybody. Passion's gone. No more ideas. You're running a department, you just got zero ideas. Everything is dry. In that valley, God is forming you and forming your character. And everybody's going to get on your last nerves. <laughs> Can someone say amen? Amen. Those of you in the valley, you know what I'm talking about, right? But while we're in there, the Lord says, Sir, Because once you come out of the valley, once you come out of that valley, you will prophesy life again. As God leads you, he will will launch you into the place where you should be. Remember, anointing to appointment is a process. Your church has gone through nine years. Let your tenth year be a completion. Nine is judgment in biblical numerics. Ten is completion. You're coming into a year of completion. Amen. Ooh, I said it. It's going to be awesome. Now you heard Pastor Sarah. She's all in. Here's my question to you. Are you all in? Clap for your feet. Are we all in? A person next to you, are you all in? Are you all in? <laughs> we 
need to be ready for change. Change does not come easy. I know it. But isn't it funny, when you go through a trial, you are willing to change. And when I see a woman change her hairstyle, something happened in the relationship. It's funny how women can just change when they go through the real trial, and then they were, they were brunettes, all of a sudden they're blonde. Woo! What's that to you, sister? Well, here, when God wants us to change, we're like, oh, Jesus, no, please, oh, wow, oh, wow. And yet, when, when, when a man does something to you, you'll be like, I'm going to change my hair. I'm going to tell him. <laughs> That's okay. This place is going to rock for Jesus. Amen. Your full potential. Hallelujah. Let's be upstanding, everybody. Son of man, can these bones live? And he says, yes. Hallelujah. I love what it says in the beginning. It says, God grabbed me. Everyone say, God grabbed me. Sometimes God's going to grab you. Hallelujah. Like literally grab you. Hallelujah. Praise God. Let's lift up our hands in Jesus' name. His presence is in this place. We give you all the glory, Jesus. Yeah. Uh-huh. 
Father, I thank you for each and every individual that is here. You see them and you know where they're at. Father, I thank you, Jesus, that regardless of what has happened, hallelujah, their breath will return to them in Jesus' name. Breathe again, Lord Holy Spirit. Breathe on their heart. Breathe on the areas of their heart. Breathe on the areas of their body. Lord, breathe again, Jesus. To let their breath to do your will, the breath of life, so they can see and they can smell and they can do what they need to do, Lord. Fulfill their wonderful calling in their life in Jesus' name. So, Father, I thank you, Lord. And at this moment, Lord Jesus, I pray that I lay hands on them. Cleanse everything from me, Lord. Less of me, more of you. And as I pray for them right now, I pray, Lord, that you'll impart to them breath of new life in Jesus' name. Father, I thank you for my sister, breath of new life again. Hallelujah. It shall not be as it was before. It shall not be as it was before, sister. Hallelujah. 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 I see a river of restoration. I see a river of restoration and renewal. Yes, Lord, I see it's like a river coming together. I can feel them. There's about three of them. Father, I thank you for streams of income. I thank you for streams, Lord God, of healing. Hallelujah. And I thank you for healing, not only physically, but spiritually. Thank you, Lord Jesus, in the heart and in the areas of her life. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Oh, God. Thank you, Jesus. For my brother and my sister here, I thank you for this family, Lord. Every curse is broken in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Every word spoken against them, Lord. In the name of Jesus. Yes, God. Yes, God. God said, I'm standing for you. Hallelujah. 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 Forget about the past. Forget about it all. It is a new page for you too. It is new. I see you both painting something new. And that picture comes from your heart of what God is going to give to you too. I want to ask you this. Every morning, if you can, when you wake up, do a cap. Coffee and prayer together. Um, and hallelujah. There will become a time where God will just bless your family abundantly. Hallelujah. I thank you, Jesus. Every morning, Spend some time together with Jesus. Hallelujah. And don't look at how 
imperfect or whatever. God's going to fix those finances. God's going to fix those other areas. And we must place Him first. We must place Him first in our life. Amen. So when you start your day, start with the Lord. Hallelujah. Oh God, I thank you for this wonderful couple. I just pray for them right now in Jesus' name. I pray for them in Jesus' name. The reason why she's laughing, I said, um, you guys got kids, though. We'll be married, we'll be married soon. Said, oh, you guys gonna get lots of kids. And she cracked up laughing. God's gonna bless you too. Put God first. And everything else will flow. Put God first, young man. And everything else will flow. Don't look at the past. Don't look at what you don't have. Look at what you do have. And God is everything. Lord, I thank you for my brother like no other. I pray that you will give him the mighty man of valor, Jesus. A spirit of the mighty man of valor. Yes. And I thank you for it in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. So Pastor Thomas, you're going to help, help me to this young man. Jesus' name, thank you. That's my lovely sister, dear. Who's your husband looking after the, the, the other kids? Is it that? Oh, yeah, bring your husband. No, I love this couple. <laughs> so, part of this department for, um, for missions, remember, as the Lord showed me about children with you guys and the one thing that I saw this morning was um, one of the missions is not just like not so um, you know just contemplate this leadership. The, the missions department is not just about crusades and and you know passing pamphlets in Jesus' name. Now I'm talking about going into orphanages, being strategic, asking God to. Um, Rescue children from sex slavery. I mean, we're talking about influencing governments. You know, I'm talking about getting funding, getting the, the money of the wicked for the righteous stuff. Amen. You know, um, gone are the days we do pamphlets in Jesus' name. The devil is a liar. I'm not into crusades. Crusades were done when Billy Graham went to be with Jesus. We've got to infiltrate in key areas. We're, we're a different breed of Jesus right now. We're going to go in the strategic areas. Um, one of my mentors said to me, if you're not at the table of decision making, you will be on the menu. I ain't going to be on the menu without my saying, I'm going to be on the table. Amen. So I see some strategic stuff. Because your heart is for children. 
pray for a more heart for the children that have been abandoned. The children that have been abandoned. And there is many. The OECD statistics show us that there's more children and women population around the world, particularly in third world nations. And our children are suffering under our watch. And the church is busy creating empires when we should be sending the message of the gospel. Praise God. So I pray that the Lord will give you favor in those areas. And I know the Lord will give you that favor because of your hearts. And he'll give you that strategy to do so. In Jesus' mighty name. In Jesus' mighty name. I pray for business partners that come across this department. I pray, Lord, for finances in Jesus' mighty name. But I pray, Lord, that you will continue to pour into your hearts for the lost children. I pray that it can continually be birthed in your spirit. As you seek him in the quiet years, there will be a time. There will be a time in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, God loves you too. And for you, thank you for your breath of God. For my sister here. For my sister here. Breathe again into the areas of her life. Thank you, Jesus. For he has loved you so much. The beauty inside of you will reflect the beauty for others. Let beauty for ashes. The oil of joy for mourning. The garment of praise for a spirit of heaviness. You shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water where your leaves will not fail. Failure is no longer in your vocabulary. Failure is no longer in your vocabulary, my sister. Yes, my daughter, I love you. Walk with me and I will show you great and wonderful things you do not know yet. Trust me, says the Lord. 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 I see young people around you. And they're like adolescent children. Like not, not small children, adolescent, like they're really hard ages, like eleven, twelve, and thirteen. You know those ones when they wake up one day and they feel like they're twenty-one. Mm. And specifically why adolescent, I don't know, but they seem to draw to you. Because you understand what it is, beauty for ashes. And the oil of joy, because there's been some sorrow. Father, I thank you for the breath of life unto my sister. It shall not be as it was if you trust me, sister. Amen. And this wonderful couple of praise and worship. It's a wonderful couple. Breathe on them again, Holy Spirit. Breathe on them again. Thank you. 
was just the Lord. <laughs> Not a big Psalm 100 really, was Jesus. Because the secrets of the Lord will be revealed to you if you will listen to his instructions. So, get together to pray together. Yes. This is a season when you two need to pray more together than ever. And for you, my brother, to lead my sister, you, my sister, to come alongside your husband. And together, you will make the decision that is needed. Together is better than one having the most opinion than the other, right? So together, a, a double fold or triple fold, because you need Jesus. A three-chord thing can never be broken, right? So it's, it's just like creating that atmosphere in your home where you, just like I said to that lovely couple, spend some time Telling you the revelations my wife and I get when we do cats when I'm when I'm home, amazing. And we we often start with just a short prayer. We get have our coffee, then we talk about life, and then we open our Bible and then we share. We just do that all the time, and then God sometimes reveals some secrets to us, and we end up really coming into like unity because unity commands a blessing, right? So when we are unified, this means your heart and your heart have a one purpose. Each both of, now both of you are uniquely different, as all couples are. Amen. Everyone that's married, say amen. Amen. So you're both different personalities and all that stuff. That's cool. But your heart and purpose needs to be one. And this is the secret inside this valley. And when you're both one, watch out devil, because I'm telling you it'll be amazing for you it'll be marvelous in your eyes and scriptures so I really encourage you I really encourage a lot of young couples to get together and put God first in the morning, something about the morning now they're like, yeah, I'm a night person yeah right, everyone's <laughs> got that excuse and somehow in the morning it's just awesome to start with the Lord 
if we just practice it, it takes practice. It doesn't happen overnight, but it will happen. It takes practice. You shall come out of this. Yes. You will come out of this. Hallelujah. And you will shine. As my brother said, you feel shiny. You're going to be shiny. You're going to be shiny. They're going to pray for you. And these two are going to be in sermons. Uh, Thomas and Sandy will pray for you. And also, they're going to all be praying for you too during this time. As you get together and just prophesy. There are great things, but I'm not going to reveal to them right now. Because there have been many prophecies over these. But I need this. You need to fix this. This is this is, has to be Jesus together. You just... And then you love one another. I'm not talking about this unity. I want that spiritual unity. I want the purpose thing because somehow we're we're we're, we're looking on two different directions here. <laughs> I'm not a counselor, <laughs> but it's not about that. You know what I mean? It's spiritual. It's not to do with you. It was like, oh my God, just give me rich ones. Ah, please. I don't think the devil was a liar. It's, I'm talking about spiritual thing. I'm talking about that oneness. You know what I mean? It resonates to you too. It does that. And every prophecy that's ever been spoken shall align once this is sorted. Yeah, Coffee and Prayer. So that's my other book, Caps. The Coffee and Prayer Between Me and My Wife. It's amazing, by the way. So, yeah, I want you to get that ritual practice. Like, we need stuff like that, eh? We need, we need practices like that. Which are really good for us. Centers us back, especially when there's a lot of noise. Oh, especially when there's a lot of noise. Shut out the noise from. There's a lot of noise around you, too. There is. So when you when you do coffee and prayer together, awesome. It closes those things. And they've got everyone's got good intentions, but you need God's agenda. You need God's agenda in this. He loves you so much. Can you believe it? A subconscious is coming to tell you all this. Anyway, <laughs> praise God. I love you guys. Can you get a because I'm smiling? I just want to see everybody. You don't have to stand up. Are you so, they're so standing up. You're like mighty warriors in the in the Lord. Things a lot differently. <laughs> You're like, what's in the ministry? <laughs> oh, can I call my sisters? You know who you are. Come on. So I just did. We're gonna do some singing soon. Oh, now the Lord wants my other sisters. Yes, Facebook, come. come. And. Sophia, no, I want to pray for you too. Actually, I want to declare something over the church. Come here, come here. Now, these two, aren't they amazing? So, we were having this discussion over here, like on Friday night. Remember that Friday night discussion? Yeah. 
So we were talking, talking, and so my friend, which is the angel of your ministry, uh, came and gave Sophia golden notes, golden notes on her shoulder, because he's right behind her, and gave Dayspring words over her mouth. And so I said, there you go. You're going to write the music. You're going to write the lyrics. And I believe in the third wave of the next generation. Amen? Amen. Everyone say third wave. Third reformation. Mm -hmm. And you know what? It'll be awesome to see younger people preach too sometime. Oh, but they say young. Hey. (laughs) God used young people. Amen. Amen. And the young people say, Amen. <laughs> so I want to <laughs> just love this spirit. That's it. So I want to declare it to you all because I believe that God's anointed these two as one part of writing songs for this house. Amen. There's a sound in this place. Part of the river is a sound. Uniquely here in Brisbane. Wouldn't it be awesome? People from around the world to come because they want to hear the sound. You know? So, it's no pressure, girls, ladies, women. <laughs> um, but God's going to really do some amazing stuff. And so, let's stretch out our hands to our sisters. Father, I thank you. Thank you, Lord. For that anointing, Lord, you can see in their hearts they love you and I just pray as they spend that time quietly with you in this secret place that some of those words and some of those tunes will come and I know in Jesus name as you showed me people from around the world will be singing these songs they'll be declaring it in crusades and different conferences I sing it Jesus because why it comes and births from from hearts of innocence in Jesus name Hearts that are willing to give to you, Lord, in Jesus' name. And we all say, Amen. Amen. Be blessed. So, um, the last thing I just want to share just before we close our service. Uh, sorry, am I, am I over time? I'm okay? Cool. <laughs> Usually, uh, I'm used to church being hours and hours. Just joking. Um, it's cool. My home church literally has a time clock for me. That's the case. I'll just put the time clock on. Hey, man. Um, last thing I want to share is um, part of this Ezekiel 37 is before he, Ezekiel wrote that, he had a vision about the heart. See, that God took away the heart of stone and put in them a heart of flesh that is soft and responsive to their God. Amen. While you're in the valley, our hearts get impacted and affected. And that's why sometimes your worship is lost. And that's why sometimes your prayers just feel like, what's going to happen with my heart? So God wants to restore to each and every one of us in this house a heart that is soft for Him and responsive to your God. Let's be upstanding, everybody.
Tell the person next to you, Jesus loves you. Let's be Let's lift up our hands. We love you, Lord. We love you, Lord. We love you, Lord. We love you, Father, 
Father, restore, renew, hallelujah, DNA, Father Jesus. Some of the worst people, Lord God. Hallelujah. You know what each and every one of your daughters and your sons need. Father, God, physically, Lord God. You're the God that heals us. You're the Lord, our healer. Not, not to everyone, but some of you. 
A disease is a disease. Some of the causes, the things in our lives is because of a disease. A disease. And I pray as you be led by the Lord at this time, I'm going to sing it again. But I believe that God will reveal to you whatever disease it is. You may have to forgive somebody. Mm-hmm. You may have to forgive someone. You may have to forgive people in your life. You may have to ask for restoration in some areas. And sometimes our physical needs are our physical needs. But I sense some of you greatly, many of you here, of a disease. Forgiveness is a huge power in forgiveness. Sometimes it realigns us, actually it does. It realigns us back into place because of the power of releasing and letting go. Sometimes you just gotta let it go. And let the Lord heal you. You're your healer. You sent your word and heal my disease. You are the God, my healer. One more time, sing it from your heart. You are the God that healeth me. You are the Lord, my healer. You sent your word. And heal my disease. You are the Lord, my healer. At this time, put your hand on the area that needs healing. I'm going to ask Pastor Sarah to come and pray for you, please. Pastor Sarah, just put your hand there and believe by faith. Your hand is the anointing in your hand. Father God, I thank you. And as my sister's praying for people individually as well, I pray, Lord Jesus, as their hands are in that area of their bodies, you will anoint their hands, Lord. You will flow through their hands, that walk that Jesus said. Father God, yes, Sarah, yes, I'm Sandy, do that. Hallelujah. Any other leaders that are available? Women, leaders, yes. We just pray for them, please, in Jesus' name. Hallelujah, we give you glory. We thank you, Jesus. Yes, and other leaders as well. Any other leaders that are available, just pray for you. And being led by the Lord, who you pray for. Praise God, we thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise you, Jesus. You're the God that heals us. You're the God that heals us and restores us. Praise you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for my sister. Restoration to her right now, Jesus. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. Glorious Jesus. Father, I thank you for my sister's soul. In Jesus' name. Restore everything.
answer. In the story of Jesus, it shall be the days that shall be near Lord Jesus. It shall be near Jesus. Father, we thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Lord, I thank Yes, my sister. Take it in. Faithful servant you are. Father, I thank you, Jesus. My days are cold and amazing that she does for me, Lord. I pray for healing and complete healing in Jesus. I love you for my sister and friends. I pray that you nations. Is that you? Come up to the front quickly now. If you if you have nations in your heart, amen. Ooh. Hello, hello, hello. The nations, people. Sophia, why don't you up here? <laughs> Woo! Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. Look at all these wonderful people going to nations. Yes. Sending church. We're ascending church, right? And you know what? Doesn't matter if we're young, old, new, small. <laughs> God's going to use us and send us. Amen. Look at this, Jesus. hearts ready to go to the nations. Amen. You know, God loves it when we say yes to the nations. Not only this nation, but the nations outside. Because God's called us to do great and wonderful things for Him. And I thank the Lord that you're not looking at your finances right now. You're not looking at your problems right now. Everyone's got problems. Welcome to the world. Praise God. <laughs> but you're looking into your spirit and your heart and nations as in your heart. And I'm telling you, I said to them, I said to Thomas and Sandy, I see like one Sunday, everyone's coming in there in their in their in their traditional costumes. 
Yeah, whatever it is. I mean, I mean, if I wasn't someone, I'd come in a Superman suit. <laughs> Hallelujah! <laughs> Can you fly, brother? We should be we should really celebrate that diversity in, the, in our community. <laughs> so, Father, I thank you for these wonderful people. Thank you. Look at the fields. For the fields are ripe, but the workers are few. But thank you that, Lord, this house is willing to be a sending church. A sending church. And I know what you do with sending churches. I've seen that, Jesus. You really multiply it in Jesus' name. Because of their hearts for nations, you bring nations to them. Hallelujah. Because you, Lord, want to see a place that's safe for nations. And I pray that this is a house. Look upon the further house, Lord Jesus. Fix your eyes on here, Holy Spirit. Lord, I thank you. Each and every one of these people here that have raised their hands and said yes to the call, I pray, Lord, that you will give them strategies and ideas on how to do it. And I pray, Lord, as this department has been settled in this church, Father, I pray that it will grow and it will do mighty things for you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. I pray, Lord God, for a wonderful move of the Holy Spirit, not only just in Australia, but in the other nations of the world, in Jesus' name. In the Pacific, in the Middle East, in Asia, in Russia, in Russia, in Russia. Lord, I feel anointing for Russia. I don't know about Yes, Russia in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father God. We thank you, Jesus, and for Africa in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. For Asia and in, uh, in other parts of Asia, Southeast Asia in Jesus' name. South America in Jesus' name. Chile in Jesus' name, Father. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. And God, give them favor upon favor. And why Easter Island? Someone's going to get a heart for Easter Island in Jesus' name. I don't even know where that is. That is Easter. Something here. Rapa Nui. Here's the other name for it. In Jesus' name. Woo! We're going to have a mission to Rapa Nui. Wow. Praise God. Hallelujah. God's going to really use us. Amen. So I pray. Father God, I thank you. This is going to be established in Jesus' name. Turn to the person next to you and say, We're going to nations. We're going to nations. We're going to nations. Amen. Woo! Let's give the Lord a big hand, everybody. Thank you. You may be seated. I've, I've taken too much of your time. I really want to thank you all. But I especially want to thank these two, Thomas and Sandy. Please come up. My brother and sister love your mother. They witnessed you growing. I was like, um... Cool, yeah, I'm coming to you. This way, this way. But they're also spiritual Um, They are just wonderful people. When they called me, I said, I'm busy. I'm a little bit busy. <laughs> but I said, okay, let's let's just move some things. And God moved, God moved some stuff. Surprisingly, um, he moved another meeting in Sydney or supposed to go to. But hey, I want to be in Brisbane, so... It shall happen according to his will. Amen. And so I'm thank, thank you, my brother and my sister. And uh, they're just wonderful people. Yeah? Yes, they are. Undergird them and support them. They're an amazing couple, you know. And they've got a heart for you. Um, and uh, I'll pray for you too. Let's stretch out our hands for them. Father God, I thank you. Thank you. You know, Sandy and Thomas, naturally, 
naturally, you know, I know you've always wanted children, but God says, I'm going to give you spiritual children and many spiritual children. You're like a father and mother over this house as well, with a heart of God for people. And that's why they draw to you. That's why they draw to you. And I just saw early this morning in a version. I saw you two, you're, you're of age, and you actually look good older as well. And there are all these people, young and old, coming to give you gifts, to say thank you. They want us to say thank you. Even though some of them said, even though I didn't have parents naturally, you were like my parents. And so they came to give you gifts at your feet. you desire it so much but God has given you a season where your spiritual children will fulfill a need and let the Lord lead you at this time at this time you are called in this place this is your house this is your and you are in his perfect will this is his perfect will this is his perfect Father, I thank you. You're going to flourish in your finances. You're going to flourish in your decision making. You're going to flourish in many areas of your life. And I see this ministry will grow because of your hearts for it. Yes, Lord. And as you work together in this leadership team, it's going to be great. Great and wondrous things are going to happen in this house. This next 10 years, the 10th year, will be the best year for you too in this ministry. It'll be just like I said over to, to Brad and Sarah last night. The 10th year will be the best year. Watch out. This is going to be a completion of nine years of faithfulness. Now let it be in Jesus' name, according to his will. We thank you, Lord. I pray that you bless them financially. Not only that, Lord, I pray you bless them. And also, I see nations, so there'll be times when God will send you to, and there'll be times when you come back and you will just bless the people. So there's things that, you know, in your heart, God will fulfill it. There's things in your career, God will fulfill too. But as you move into ministry, God will do great and wonderful things. Watch this space. It's going to be good for you. This is your time. This is your season. In Jesus' name, and we all say, Amen. I just, I just love this whole leadership team. Can I have all the leaders up in the front, please? All our leaders, all our leaders. Can we just face up our wonderful church? Who's all our leaders? Oh my goodness! Look at this good-looking bunch. Now, church, stretch out your hands and just whisper, prophesy something of love to them. They don't have to hear it, but just say it. Just say it. God is good to you. Carrying this ministry is not easy for a lot of them. 
And especially for your senior pastors, your lead pastors, and everybody else. But would you undergird and support the leaders? Because when you do, what I saw in the spirit is this place, even these walls will come down. And we will stretch out to the end. And I see, and I look, I see you put your hands up because it can get sore. What I saw was, are you willing for the Lord to bring the ugly through the door? What if God brings out someone who's strung out? Are we going to like do a precious Christian thing? Or are we, we going to be the first to hug that person we just came? What if, what if she is working in the street late at night and still comes to church because somehow she feels loved here? Will you still give her a few months to process her journey? Yes. Or will you want the overnight Christian miracle? Or are you willing to wait because sometimes it takes time for people? What if he comes in a dress? Will you love him for who he is? Or will you tell him, why don't you come with the pants next week and be the first to slowly just deplete his love for God? Why did they come? Somehow, the Holy Spirit drew these people. But God's not going to draw people if, they don't, if he feels that a church is not safe for them. There's not many churches where God sends the alcohol. Because the blood of Jesus was meant to be for them. Why do they get it in third world nations? And we don't in first world nations. Because we separate ourselves from the people. I've been to places where, you know, all sorts worship God. Judges and lawyers next to cleaners. Worshiping together. Can you believe it in a society? It's possible. So I ask you for the house. Are you ready for those types of people? Because they're coming, whether you like it or not. Jesus has already, Jesus already showed me. He took me shopping one night, and we went shopping. So I'll share you a story, and I shared it to the worship team. So my 3 a.m. visitation was um, Friday night, um, Saturday morning, this Saturday morning. And the Lord came in his person, because the person of Jesus sometimes visits you, and sometimes he visits you in a form. But he visits me in the person of Jesus. And then Jesus took me on some... If you have this relationship with the Lord, he takes you to your favorite places. God is, Jesus is fine, by the way. He's fine. He's not your religious person that you know. He, he came and he took me, and I said to my wife, yes, Jesus came, and she goes, oh, did he take you shopping? And he goes, yeah, he did. So we, we were shopping. I, I love shopping. I'm sorry. <laughs> I love shopping. So we were shopping, and, and we were doing all these things, and I was going to, he gave me a registry, and I was like, ding, ding, ding. Because you know with the Lord, I mean, his bank account is awesome. So I was going hard. I was going, you know, really like everything, everything in the store. And I was enjoying myself, and my car was getting full. And I said, okay, hey, Lord, I'm having a great time. Why am I here? And I had to say that twice, because he still wanted me to fulfill my need, because I was, I was thinking about something else. And he said, go and get it. So we got it. <laughs> You see, Jesus loves us, right? He, he meets our needs. He's so cool. He's down to earth as well. So hard out here. Anyway, so my, my car was so full, my, my trolley. I said, okay, now, Lord, I'm satisfied. He said, tell me, why am I here? He said, okay. Forever House shops in my, my, my house, but they only shop for two things. He gave me two plain T-shirts, a black T-shirt and a white T-shirt. That's all they shop for. Oh, 
Well, what about your, all these other things that I know? That's why I'm checking you here, because you love everything else. <laughs> yeah, let's be out and have it all for Jesus. He goes, would you tell them? Don't limit me to just plain t-shirts. I have so much in my house for them. And that's why it emphasizes for me about the prodigal son's brother. Because we're him a lot of times. Because we've been in church a long time. Some of us. I would say if you're over two years, you're a long time. So my encouragement to you is don't limit God to just two plain t-shirts. Shop around and shop for souls. Not just material needs and God will meet your materials. I'm all for you getting a new car. Go for it. Praise God. But he's not going to give you a jet plane. The devil's a liar. I'm all for you getting great, good, cool stuff. That's awesome. You deserve it. You do. You deserve the best from the Father's house. But can you shop for souls? What about the people at your workplace? You don't have to be perfect. Some of them are already observing you already. And they're thinking, mm. yeah, they could be judgy, but they see how much, although you although you may not be perfect, you still like them. You smile. You'd be the only person that smiles at work. And somehow that smile, when they go through a trial, could be a testimony. And if God whispers to you, can you go to say a little bit? Just encourage that person. The more you obey God, the more he delights in your obedience. So why shop for souls? Because they're coming. I see them coming. God's got it ready. And I see children, lots of children in this ministry. Not just children from you guys, but children in this community. I tell you, once you reach children, the parents are coming. <laughs> You've got a big car park. Man, get a jumping castle. <laughs> Honestly, I, I we drove in this morning and I saw I saw a jumping castle, I saw face painting. Man, draw the children to the Lord. Draw the children. Let's use some of that money to draw our children to this place. And now I'm going to encourage you to give to your church. I already told the worship team, hey, we should be tithing faithfully. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, but I'm going to meet my needs. God will meet your needs according to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus. I encourage you to give. And don't give to a televangelist. They are, oh sorry, this is opinionated now. This is not Holy Spirit, this is Gossip Spirit. First and foremost, do not give to a televangelist. Those are crooks. Sorry, but I'm not gonna, you're not gonna give $75 for a blessing. Hello, put your $75 in the house that you receive the word from. Does that say amen? You're flying around on JetPoint, excuse me? That JetPoint could be used in my community, thank you, yes. All right, let go now, Jesus, let go now, Moses, stop being doing that. Okay, but I, I really encourage you to start getting into your house. Because how could we do this mission and how could we do this community stuff and these jumping classes if we don't have the money for it? We need the finances for it. And I ask you, generously, let's give to our house. And if pastor... If the pastor should ever have uh, a special giving night or giving day, that's an awesome opportunity to stretch our faith a little bit more to the projects our church will have because I believe you need them. 
there'll be projects here. Amen? Amen. God loves you. God loves us leadership team. God loves his church. And I, I believe the next time I come, this is going to be a packed out house. Amen? It's up to him anyway. I'm quite busy until March 2020. Just letting you know. I'm fully booked until then. But hey, God is good. Look, I love you guys. Thank you, pastors. Thank you, leaders. Thank you, church. And may the Lord bless you continuously. Amen? Amen. Wow. Okay. Well, I'm kind of really just wrecked right now. So, so I apologize if I'm not as articulate as usual, but uh, that's our appreciation for this amazing ministry. Uh, you know, when we have a traveling ministry like that come, and, and uh, hasn't displaced us today, but uh, yesterday morning, Friday night with the music team, and then last night with uh, Breakout Weekend. So uh, I'd like us to respond. Who um, here had their life deposited into today? And so we always believe here the kingdom is a two-way flow. Um, a lot of discussion about the river of God over this weekend. And so we've had uh, a deposit of God into our church, into our hearts, into this river. And so what we want to do as a church is respond and give back because the kingdom is always a two-way flow. Amen. And so I want you to just uh, bow your heads, close your eyes, and ask of the Lord privately what seed would he ask of you to give back into this ministry that's just sowed into us? Yes. Sometimes the Lord will send a messenger. The Lord will send someone with a word who is outside of our initial community to come in because maybe sometimes when we hear something from someone we're a bit familiar with, the word doesn't necessarily have the same level of penetration or power. You know, when Jesus ministered and the people were a little bit familiar with him, the miracle couldn't break through or flow. But I believe there's been a breaking, there's been a breaker anointing throughout this weekend. I feel that the Lord's saying it's because we didn't receive it with a spirit of familiarity. We received it with a spirit of expectation. And so with that same spirit of expectation that we've been able to receive, I want us to sow with that same spirit, to sow this seed with the expectation that we're sowing it into this anointing. It's a breaker anointing. And not only will you bless the ministry that you receive from, but it will also allow you to be blessed by God as you sow this, this seed into that soil. Sow it with a spirit of expectation. What are you expecting the Lord to do from this place in your heart? Imagine right now what's going to spring forth, new things that are going to spring forth from being under this anointing. The Lord says, so in expectation for what are those things that you're now believing for. So, Father, I thank you, Lord, that you're a God who speaks to us, Lord, that you're dropping into every individual's heart. Lord, what seed you would ask them to give. I'm going to ask the stewards if they could just prepare. If you need a, an envelope to give, you want to give by credit card, if you could just raise your hand. 
and then our team will give you an envelope and can write that out for convenience. Father, we thank you, Lord, for this seed that you're asking individuals to sow. Lord, I thank you that it's a supernatural seed today. I thank you, Lord, it's being sowed into good soil. And I thank you, Lord, we're going to sow it with a spirit of expectation. And Lord, from that, Lord, you're going to move mightily, even beyond this weekend. I thank you, Lord, for the anointing that's been transferred doesn't just stop today when we leave this building. But Lord, we're carriers yes. of that anointing. We're carriers of that breaker anointing. And Father, we declare, Lord, that you are moving on our behalf. And Lord, we expect this miracle of momentum to continue in our lives, in our hearts, and in our church. In Jesus' my name. And everyone said, Amen. So be blessed. As you give again, if you need some practical help, you need an envelope, something like that, please don't be shy. Just put up your hand now, team. We'll help you with that. You'll be blessed as you give and serve back in this ministry today. Once again, let's show our appreciation. Well, I think we're doing coffee, free coffee, after the service for the month of August. So if you like Cooper's to make coffee and um, you want to connect with someone and uh, who would you 